When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. All right, welcome back to another 49ers Rush Podcast as we continue going through our 53-man roster projection series where we go through in-depth every single position group. And today, we are going to do Leos slash outside linebackers. So, couple things before we even get started. One, this is by far the weakest position on our entire roster, and it's not even close. So hopefully we'll be able to talk through who's going to be the guy that's going to kind of be the savior, so to speak. Also, we have six guys fighting for five spots. Somebody's going to be left out. And on top of that, only one player is signed through next year out of those six. And some good news. 49ers Rush Podcast is now live on Spotify. So if you are a Spotify user, I know I am, way better than Apple's music, probably shouldn't have said that, but that's how I feel, Uh, (laughs) just type in 49ers Rush and uh, you can follow us on there. And we are also looking for sponsors. So we had a couple companies reach out, uh, nothing wrong with those companies, but I wanted to extend it to the followers slash listeners of this podcast. And if that's something that you are interested in, just reach out to me at the 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Again, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get to the fun stuff. 2017 was a rough year as a whole for the 49ers, but it was terrible for this group. Um, we only got 30 sacks in the entire year, which is just pathetic. You know, it's just under two sacks a game which is you want to get close to that 40 sacks a year range. And so, you know, if you're looking at statistics and one of those things that is just completely equivalent to winning games, sacks and turnover ratio, those are kind of the two big ones. And again, this is coming from a former defensive coach, so you got to take those with a grain of salt. But 30 sacks in one year is not going to cut it. This was 26th in the league. Just, again, that's... Bottom of the barrel. And our leading sack getter last year is no longer with us. Elvis Dumerville, he had six and a half sacks. And that's more than twice what the next players on our list have. We had two guys tied with three each in DeForest Buckner and Solomon Thomas. But again, that that's not cutting. Those are interior guys. Solomon's half and half interior. But we've got to have something change. If all the people out there that are saying, man, the 49ers are way too hyped, all those things, I completely disagree. 
But this is the one area that people are not adding up and saying, hey, 49ers might not be able to do this because of their lack of pass rush. I think that's a legit argument. So let's go through and let's figure out who on this list, because it's a rough list, so just prepare yourself, but who on this list can step up? Because really, we just need one. Now, these guys, and it's difficult to kind of categorize the Sam slash Leo position because they're two different roles, but you can kind of have one guy play both. So we're going to go through, basically, my definition was this, guys that play off the ball and can play with their hand in the ground. So if you can do both of those things, off the ball, linebacker, and play on the edge, that's who this is. And last year, the 49ers kept five of these spots, and I have them keeping five here as well. So guys like Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas, uh, Blair, they're going to be on the next episode as interior guys because they do not play off the ball. I understand that those guys will line up at the Leo spot a lot of times, but we're, we're going to deal with them separately. These are kind of the hybrid edge guys that get off the edge and are a little bit more athletic and a little bit less defensive tackle-ish. Now, I've got three locks, okay? So let's start with the top one. And again, this kind of the pecking order here, I'm going in order of who's going to get the first opportunity to be the guy. And number one is Cassius Marsh. He is 26. Uh, six foot four, two hundred forty-five forty-five pounds out of UCLA. He was a fourth-round pick in 2014 by guess who, the Seahawks. And if you followed along with this series, you are finding, I'm saying that phrase over and over and over again. We have so many defensive players that have played in this scheme and have been coached by our coaching staff at Seattle and other places. Now the strength of Cassius March, uh, man, he's a high motor high energy player that everybody kind of likes having around but the weakness is man he has no physical strengths whatsoever uh ran like a 4.8940 and that's one of his better measurables like he is a guy that gets he gets every single drop out of his talent level which is saying a lot now the problem is with him is man he's got a ceiling He's never going to be one of those all-pro guys. But what we're looking for him is to get that six to seven sack range. That's what we need out of him. He's never been a starter. He's more of a pass rush kind of spot, pass rush specialist. And that's okay. Uh, that, that's basically what we're looking for. We have all these different guys, and we're trying to piece them together to mask our biggest weakness on this team. And hopefully we can find the right combination. Now, he only has six career sacks in four years of play. He was cut by the Patriots halfway through the year last year, and we got him off waivers. He came in. He got two sacks in six games for us, which isn't bad. It's really, really not bad. He was one of the bright spots down the stretch. He was he was very active. And, again, you can't measure these things just by sacks. Quarterback disruptions is a much clearer way, but sacks is kind of the end-all, be-all in that. So they're related. And what I mean by quarterback disruption is anytime you can disrupt uh, the quarterback's predetermined read progression or footwork, making him step up in the pocket, making him escape outside of the pocket, things like that. Now, he, he's kind of been in the news this offseason because he had an interview where he complained about New England and said, man, that was just no fun. Those guys don't know how to have fun, and I'm so glad to be out of there. And, yeah, I, I don't really want to touch with that. But the ties between New England and the 49ers and Seattle 
and the 49ers is growing week by week with this front office and coaching staff. And he's one of those. Talked very uh, briefly about his low physical skills. He had a, his shuttle and three cone drill were okay. And what I mean by okay is they were over the 50% average of NFL edge players. But every other measurable was in the bottom 40% or worse. And again, he's just this crazy effort guy that seems to never give up. The contract, so he came in in spot duty for us halfway through, and then we signed him to a two-year contract this offseason for $7.7 million. So two years, $7.7. But the thing that's interesting is all the guaranteed money is for 2018. So if for some reason he doesn't produce or he's not having a good time or whatever, he starts complaining, he, he's cut because he has zero guaranteed dollars for 2019. So this is kind of a prove-it deal, and we basically locked him in. We probably could have done just one-year deal on this, but again, Parag Marath, I mean, he's amazing, our financial guy. He basically came in and said, look, we're going to give you this deal, but if it works out well, we're going to lock you in for that same term next year. So it's, very, it's basically a, a team option, just with different language. Now, the snaps that he kind of got in those six games for us were 117 snaps on special teams and 189 snaps for the defense. And that's what you're going to see with this list. All of these guys, if you are in this role, you will be a prominent special teams player or you are not going to cut it because none of these guys are perfect three-down players that you can just put out there and leave there. These are spot duty with certain strengths that we're going to try to get you in on game type situations to fit your strengths. And so you've got to make up for that on special teams. Now, the second guy, another newcomer this year, and that's Jeremiah Atachu. Okay. His name is freaking awesome. Atachu. <laughs> He's 25 years old, 6'3, 252 pounds out of Georgia Tech. And he kind of has the highest draft pedigree out of everybody. He was drafted in the second round. 2014 by the Chargers and just never really got a foothold there. Now, the strengths that he has, he is super quick and super explosive off the line. He is one of those guys that wins very, very early in the snap or he just doesn't have an effect. So if he can time the snap correctly and get a great jump, then it's wonderful. But the problem is, if the offensive linemen get their hands on Jeremiah, it's done. He's so weak at the point of contact that if both hands touch him from the offensive tackle, there is zero production coming on that play. So that's something he's going to have to overcome. John Lynch came out and said after the signing, man, Jeremiah, a Tawachu, there we go, Tawachu, is a wonderful fit in our scheme and will play defense and special teams. So the day he signed him, he came out and said he's playing special teams. He's had a little bit of an injury bug as well. Um, right off the bat, he had a high ankle sprain that was bad, bothered him for a while, came back, then he broke his foot. Next year, had a hamstring strain that would keep him out. And this past year, he was actually a healthy scratch several times for the Chargers, which is that the thing is this, man, the Chargers probably have two of the best defensive ends leo positions because they play a very similar defensive front to us they play a little bit different secondary scheme but their front seven is very very similar to what we do and and joey bosa and melvin ingram i mean they are probably 
they might be the best pass rushing duo in the entire NFL. So he couldn't crack that, and you don't want to take those two guys off the field. And so, you know, one one man's trash is another man's treasure, and we're hoping that he can come in and be that guy. And we got him for super cheap, one year, $3 million. And best case scenario is he is our third down guy at that Leo position. Worst case scenario is he's a full-time special teamer and comes in just on spot duty. So, you know, we're not paying a lot here, but I'm hoping that we can get something out of him. Now, this next guy we will all be familiar with, and this is my last of the locks, and that's Eli Harold. What's crazy is, man, he... He's only 24. He's been he's been with us for three years, but he came out of Virginia very, very young. He's 6'3", 257. He's added 15 pounds of weight since he's been in the NFL. And he is, if you haven't seen pictures of him, but, I mean, that dude is, he is, he's built, <laughs> to say the least. He is ripped out of his mind. We got him in the third round pick of the 2015 draft. And the, the strengths and kind of what he brings to this team is versatility and durability. He's never missed a game. He's played in every single game. He just doesn't really have a clearly defined role, however. He's jack-of-all-trades type of guy, ace of none. The weaknesses, he just hasn't put it together. We knew he was going to be a project when we drafted him, and he just has never really got outside of or excelled at one given area. And so he just hasn't figured it out yet. But... We could do a lot worse. <laughs> I'll say that. He's much more, we used him a lot more on first and second downs, kind of as the Sam uh, backer off the ball, and a little bit less as a Leo. He did get those snaps as well, but he dropped into coverage a lot. So half the time he was in there, so he was 216 pass play snaps he was in this year. 110 of those he dropped back into coverage. And so he's long and very athletic, and his hips are absolutely really good in coverage. He's one of the best at getting into the flats correctly and kind of getting his head on a swivel, which I really, really like, and I think the coaches saw that. The problem was it was somewhat predetermined, man. You could kind of tell, all right, yeah, he's Harold's in there. It's third down. It's a passing situation. He's going to be dropping back into coverage, whether that's a zone drop or from the linebacker position, if they had like a two tight end or a tight end fullback, 22 personnel. And so you can kind of tell what they were doing. I'm sure if, if I can notice it, I know the other teams can notice it. So we'll see what's going on there. But his snaps again, he had the third most special team snaps, 231 snaps on special teams. And this is why I think he is an absolute lock. Special teams is so valuable, and you have this guy that can do them all, all four special teams. And he even got a lot of defensive play, 452 snaps on the defense, which accounted for 40% of our total defensive snaps. So I, I don't think that there's any reason to get rid of him. And again, if you go to his contract, this is the last year in his rookie deal again he's only 24 years old so which is it's crazy how young they come out but he's a two million dollar cap hit this year and he will be an undrafted free agent next year i doubt that they bring him back unless it's for pretty close to league minimum deal he's just he's just a guy right now so if, if he can put something together then who knows but his snaps at the linebacker position are going to be limited this year. He's going to have to find a way to carve out a role. Otherwise, I wouldn't be surprised if he led the team in special team snaps this year. Now let's get to the maybes. And this first guy 
is my favorite to be the guy. It's it's a swing for the fences one, but here we go. Let's stay with the messing up names. Pita Talmo Ipinu. I think that was awful, and I apologize for offending your family. But he is 24 years old, 6'1", 245 pounds, out of Utah. He was a six-round pick last year by us. And if you don't know his story, man, he is an absolute blast. I, I have a whole PETA episode. So if you look through the all the old episodes on the feed, click on that. And I talk for about 25 minutes just on his background in high school and how he came up from Tonga and all these different things. And this guy is awesome. And he's only been playing football for about five years. Whenever he came over to the States in high school, uh, he had never played and didn't understand the rules and the coaches laughed at him and all these things. But he is just a fun awesome kid and i'm super excited for what he brings he basically just went through a red shirt year with the 49ers what he brings to the table the things that he is he has the best first step he is crazy explosive and an insane motor at all times he is a high energy just kind of energizer bunny guy that goes all out now the problem is he's still very very raw and so again just talked about he's been playing football for about five years and he is just a pass rush specialist and the reason why i like him so much is i really want him to step into that elvis doomerville role that we had last year where if it was third down or second and long or an obvious pass situation Man, we'd send Doomerville in there, and he had one job. He would blitz as fast as he could off the left side, and just that's all he did. That's He did nothing else. You got one role, go do that. And I want Pita in that role. And if he can't cut it, that's one thing. But I want him to have the shot because as you survey this roster and you look at this position, there is no doubt the person with the highest ceiling is Pita. Uh, you watch his college, fil- college film in Utah. You cannot teach elite quickness, and that first step is unreal. And you add on top of that the motor. I really do think that if nothing else, his sack numbers might not be great, but he can get around that edge against a tackle. And if he can push the quarterback up into DeForest Buckner's arms, that is what we have been missing on the 49ers pass rush side. Again, DeForest Buckner is the best player we have on our defense, and it's not close. And if we can get people to the quarterbacks to step up into him instead of him pushing the quarterbacks out so he has a little bit of a bracket on the outside to keep the quarterback where Buckner can get him, then I think that's what's best for our defense. Now, PETA didn't play much last year, really at all. He had 28 special team snaps and zero snaps on defense. And again, just a red shirt kind of year. But I believe, I really do, I, I want to see, at least in the pregame or the preseason, I want him in there on pass rushing situations because, again, his ceiling is higher than everybody's. Now, he still has three years left on his rookie deal, and it's so cheap. He'll never get above 800000 against the cap so uh, he's gonna be around and uh, there's no reason to cut this kid because worst case he's gonna be on special teams this year so uh, keep an eye out for Pita in the preseason that's one of those players that I'm going to be watching like a hawk just to see how many snaps he's getting um, if they're just keeping him exclusively on the left side if he's in during running downs and all these things what's his rotation so keep an eye there now my next maybe is Elijah Lee. 
22 years old. And again, all these guys are fairly young. Six foot two, 229 pounds out of Kansas State. He was the seventh round pick last year by the Vikings. Now, I'm a Big 12 guy, and what I mean is I was raised in Texas, so <laughs> take that for what you want. And so Elijah Lee was a fun college player for the Wildcats. I got to see him live a couple times, and he, it's really interesting. He's built like an upside-down traffic cone. <laughs> He's stacked up top, and his body is like a V <laughs> down through his hips. Like it, it was weird. You know, I'm sitting in the stands, and I'm watching this, and I'm just like, what is up with this guy? It's just very weird body build but um the strengths for him again you're going to see these themes is crazy effort and he is beyond athletic uh he looks like a running back he really really does the weakness is very bad hands and he plays way too high he's one he's a watch and see linebacker which is very very it allows you to get blocked because you're constantly standing up on your toes or and then once the blocks engage you, you're too high and you've lost all leverage. He's not a big instinct guy, which explains a lot whenever you look at what he did for us last year, 274 snaps for special teams, the second most. Uh, he was on the field a lot for us. And so the Vikings decided they didn't want him. We picked him up, and he only got 18 snaps on defense. But again, special teams is very, very important for us, and somebody that's that athletic with that much effort – it, it just it helps us out a lot. He signed a two-year, $1 million deal, and this is his last year. So he's just at half a million against the cap. Again, super cheap for the position. So nothing to worry there. Now, these those are the five guys that I have making it. So, again, just going back through those names, I've got Cassius Marsh, Jeremy Atawachu, Eli Harold. Man, these guys are testing me. Peta Talmipinu and Elijah Lee. I'm sure, man, this is going to be fun listening to. And the first person that I have out is another fun name, Mark Niziocha. So I appreciate the personnel department trying to pull a fast one on Chapman, but we're, we're going to do what we can do. He's 28 years old, six foot three, 240 pounds, out of Wyoming, seventh round pick uh, by the Cowboys in 2015. Now he's been in the league for a while, and he's actually out of Germany. And he moved over to the States just right before college. And again, another guy that is relatively new to football, and but is just a freak athlete. He's a height, weight, speed guy that just tested off the charts in every single category. The problem was he had a really bad knee injury right before his senior year in college at Wyoming. And it seems to have affected his explosiveness. And it doesn't seem like he ever really regained it. And like I said, his weaknesses, he's not really a football guy. His instincts aren't necessarily there. But again, he's just a freak athlete with great size. And he played 10 games for us last year on special teams. He took 179 snaps, only nine defensive snaps. And he's making $800,000 this year against super, super cheap. But I do not see a way for him to make this roster unless an injury or something clicks. But as of now, he is on the outside looking in. Man, you know, we look at what we did last year. We, we, tried, our, we tried our team out with what we had at the position, which was bad. Right before the season starts, we go out and get a free agent. 
Now, there's three free agents that kind of fit and have played in very similar systems, two much more so than the other. Charles Johnson's 32 years old. He was with the Panthers last. Uh, Ryan Davis is 29. He was with the Bills. And Robert Ayers, to a lesser extent, uh, he is 32 and with the Bucks. But those are kind of the three prominent names. I would not be shocked if we brought one of them in there just because, man, we have no veteran presence on this list the ages 26 25 24 24 22 uh, we don't have a guy over 26 and we don't have anybody with more than six sacks for a career so we we've got to figure out a way to get this going and then if we look to the future let's fast forward to next year pete is the only one that's got a contract past this year Marsh has the deal, but again, zero guarantee. And if things don't work out, like we're going to have one of these guys back. So the early odds of drafting a pass rusher in the draft next year, gosh, they've got to be off the charts. I wish there was a Vegas line on that. I would go pay <laughs> right now. I would, but Anyway, this, this is a rough group when we talk about the outside linebacker in Leo's spot, and they've got the most to prove because if they're just decent and average as far as NFL standards, and let's say we get to that 40-42 sack range instead of 30 like we did last year, it, that's the difference between two and three games because if you get that difference, that's the difference between making the playoffs and not. That's an eight and eight team versus a nine and seven team and, th and those are the type of things that we're going to need again i am rooting for Peta. he is kind of the guy that i wanted to be and so anyway hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the 49ers rush podcast and we will keep working and bringing you guys all this information next up we're going d-line the the big hog mollies up front super excited stay strong faithful When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.